0: uh hi this is katie cook a comic book artist and writer of many things including my little pony and stuff for marvel and star wars and blah 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 blah. you are listening to the nerd dome podcast thank you
1: headphones on let's do this hey
2: do you know of a uh, a podcast i could listen to that has nerd and comic books and stuff i really can't find one i say you ever heard of the nerd dome podcast Wow. So we're fucked. We're, we're a fucked. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Nerd Dome <laughs> Podcast, episode 191. I'm your podcaster without fear, Luke, and today I'm joined with Go, Kylie, go.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> go, Caitlin, Go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. The squeaky noise just killed me.
3: <laughs> Caitlin's already broken.
0: I'm, I'm going to dog withdrawal. I miss puppies. I want to see mine. Um, I am the superior Caitlin Booth. I'm the editor in chief of Bleeding Cool.
3: Go, Charles. Go. Hey, I'm the Nerd Storson. Come buy shit for me at the Nerd Store, located in the Realm of Nerdlstein. The Portal Twitch is inside Valley Fair Mall in West Valley. That's it.
4: Go, Ryan. Go. I am the uncanny Ryab with dog.
3: <laughs> with dog. <laughs> with dog. dog. With dog.
0: With hey. dog. I
3: just—that is the fastest opening we've ever done.
0: <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Nobody bullshitted around for a while. What happened? I don't know. The dog makes
3: me laugh. Yeah, it makes you just like, oh god, I gotta, I gotta talk now. <laughs>
0: Clearly, oh, we are more uh, like efficient when we're not all in the same room, distracting the shit out of each other. <laughs>
2: Ooh, look at this meme. <laughs> oh man! All right, guys. Um, this is most of us. I think we've had in one spot in a minute. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Remember Fun times.
4: We used to run out of microphones. What's that? Remember when we used to run out of microphones? I do. Oh, yeah. I. I do. Sad. We
0: had to like gently tell somebody to stay home because we didn't have enough. <laughs> yep.
2: Who doesn't no, want to no, drive over no. here we today?
1: Over. It's
2: fine. <laughs> oh man. Um. So I have a I have a question for you guys. I know. Uh, question. Kate, yeah. Uh, question. I let. Uh. <laughs> I think. I think Charles, Caitlin, and Kylie were all on. <laughs> when I threw out this fucking Christian um thank oh God. Um, so, what is? Um, Caitlin was talking about a movie. That goddamn that fucking squeaky toy. Um. <laughs> um
0: reminds me of when Chelsea uh, used to bring the dog to her recording.
2: Yeah. Um, okay, Caitlin, you you, uh, you gave me the idea for this question, so I'll let you go first. The question is, what movie or scene in a movie will get you, or TV show or book or whatever media, will get you to cry every single time without fail?
0: Um, I have a couple. Uh, I haven't watched it in a while, but I will say that the Tim Burton movie, Big Fish, the ending of that movie, like... Destroys me every time I watch it. It's a great Everything. movie. It really is. It's on, I I I talked about this off mic. Uh, I guess it's not off mic anymore. Uh, before we started recording, uh, that uh, I'm starting this new editorial series on the site called Flashback Movies, where I go back and wa- rewatch all of my favorite movies in high school as an adult to see how, if my opinion of them has changed or if I notice new things now that I'm looking at them with a critical brain and and. Uh, t- that movie's going to be on the list and I'm, yeah, I'm expecting that that one's going to get me uh, recently out of more recent movies. This sounds really stupid, but uh, the uh, scene, this, the suit reveal for miles Morales in into the spider verse, that scene is just so incredibly well done and beautiful. And yeah, it, it, it makes me like happy cry every time I watch it.
2: Awesome. Who, who wants to go next? The, the
0: Why would you ask the question?
3: Fucking talking over each other.
2: Oh yeah. Oh,
0: that's a good
2: one. Mhm. Yep, that's a good one. Poor you, Charles. No feelings. Yeah, you're. That's a goddamn lie. <laughs> I have no emotions. Okay when you your program
0: Charles cry this week. When,
2: when your program says that you should show emotion I
3: don't I don't really know the last thing that got me to teary-eyed <sighs>
2: <laughs> sorry well fine that was fun Ryab <laughs> What, what was, do you have?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Not like, laughs> I wasn't squeaky toy. Well, That's why last, he wasn't paying attention.
4: Yeah, I was trying to get away from the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I had to lure him with a treat. Um, <laughs> the What was the last thing that I watched that made me cry? Or just no, one
2: that makes you cry, like, every time you see it, without fail?
4: Hell, lots of things make me cry. I'm a rather emotional kind of guy. Um,. <laughs> the last thing that made me cry when I watched it I think was the Clone Wars stuff when, when Rex was crying. That really made me cry and I'm pretty sure I'd yeah. cry if I saw it. Uh, um I s No, actually no, that scares me. I had nightmares about that when I was a kid. <laughs> um and and when we went to Star Trek, the experience, I realized that I do have a, a weird, irrational fear of the Borg because they get the crap out of me as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually shy away from things that make me cry. I haven't seen Toy Story 3. Mm. I haven't seen Inside Out. Uh, no, not ever, because I don't like to cry. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: Oh
0: yeah.
4: Um
0: Oh, oh, I have another one.
4: The the um the scene with Oh God damn it! Now oh, I forgot. I had it in my head.
0: I've got okay. another one. Go go ahead. The uh, the last scene from uh 6 Feet Under, the HBO show. Where it shows how everybody dies. Spoiler alert. Hmm. <laughs> it's a show about everybody about death, so of course everybody dies. But it's beautiful and it's set to this uh song by sia called breathe and it's ugh, so good so good i only i've only watched that show once but i occasionally will google that last scene and it just makes me fall like a baby every single time i watch it
4: the, the first few minutes of up make me cry every time yep that's a mm. good one too
2: yeah um for me it's it's two one is the the um happy and uh Tony's daughter mm. at the funeral about the cheeseburger. That gets me every time. Both of mine involve kids because the other one is um, Forrest Gump. No. <laughs> no. Um, the, yeah, no. The other one for me is Forrest Gump, like when he learns that he has a kid and he's asking her if, if he's like, you know, not smart like he is. Yeah. Like that, that gets me every time. I'm like, fuck you, Tom Hanks. Stop being good. <laughs> um, which uh, I realized after watching that. Forrest Gump's probably one of my favorite movies of all time. I love it.
4: See, I thought of two more. Land Before Time makes me cry every time. Oh, yep, mm. yep. That'll do it. That'll do it.
1: Because
4: <laughs> you're a monster. Right. <laughs> but- <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. Same reason when why I hate Dumbo, like, I can't watch Dumbo because when he gets taken from his mom, I cry every
1: time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's mine. exactly what Ryan and
4: my wife said. I <laughs>
0: hate <laughs> Yeah, well, you, you don't need to watch it but it's really bad. Hmm.
4: I like *Lamb Before Time*. I hate them.
0: Dumbo is bad. The new one.
4: Um, oh, and in, in Futurama, the episode where Fry's dog. Oh, the, the yep. fucking
3: dog episode. <laughs> that one got me.
1: Uh,
3: <laughs> Is
0: that the episode? Yes, that's what it's called. It's called Jurassic Park. I did not. The Futurama episode where he thinks his brother stole his life and it turns out to be his nephew, that one gets to me too. <laughs> That's another feature on the episode that has made me cry.
2: I think I get. I think I get. Um, I think it's in. Uh, yeah, episode seven when uh, Han and Leia first see each other.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: That That's, gets me. That gets you. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that gets me a little bit. Um. But yeah, hey uh, guys, I, I got some news. <laughs> news. yes it's it's fucking great Um, awful guys
1: we all fucked that one up
2: so I found a story about uh, um, Marvel Unlimited offering free comics by black creators um saying that uh, Marvel Comics is highlighting a collection of stories by black creators that will be available on the Marvel Unlimited app uh, to read for free. The list of available t- free titles includes everything from 1991's Death Lock by Dwayne McDuffie to various volumes of Christopher Priest and Tanaishi Coates' Black Panther runs uh, to stories featuring Falcon, Ironheart, and even this year's Marvel's Voices One-Shot. And there's a this is a huge list, and I thought that was, I thought that was cool. What do you guys think? That's pretty cool.
0: Good, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I, I I'm appreciating one of the things that I've seen is that a lot of especially activists are reminding people that reading black content and supporting black businesses is a very good thing to do right now. You also need to make sure you do it after, you know, this the hype. I guess it's not maybe the hype's not the right word, but you know, the focus has died down on the uh, protests and on everything. You know, when things return to semi-normal again, to keep reading those books, keep supporting those businesses, and that it's extremely important to do so.
1: Hmm.
2: Um, the next one I had was. Um... Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2 uh, enters production. Uh, So it said production on Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2 is officially underway according to lead animator Nick Kondo. Um, And so this is a a sequel to 2018 Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse which Caitlin was just referring to. Uh, And it was revealed last November with an April 2022 release date but with the Corona pandemic uh Sony had to delay a whole bunch of releases uh into the Spider-Verse 2 uh is new release date is October 7th of 2022 so it had a 6 month delay on it fuck you covid um, <laughs> fuck
3: making um, it six more just God so goddamn months
0: ugh <laughs> no, yeah, just
3: it what- was
0: you guys like uh, last weekend Wonder Woman 1984 was supposed to come out We were supposed to be over a month after Black Widow Came out like seriously fuck
1: code. Uh, Top Gun Yeah uh, oh, no <laughs> one
2: Top, Gun cares. To Top
1: Gun was supposed to be what like, next week <laughs> Yep
2: Yep yeah. um, So there's uh, you know There's been you know little stuff Here and there coming out about it uh, Back in March uh, They revealed that Chris Anka Is attached to the project and he's a, the artist You know did Captain Marvel X-Men Wolverine um, He also did the 2014 Spider-Verse comic book storyline I like Krasanka one of, my, one of my favorites up there
3: He's a great artist Yeah
2: He's got a very uh, Like I know when it's him You know what I mean Like you know when it's Krasanka
3: Yeah for sure He's got a unique style
2: yeah, where sometimes you run into those, like, they're they're all very good, but there's a very, you know, uh, business as usual type art style. Like, you know, this is a Marvel comic, and this is how we draw Marvel comics. And I really like when you can be like, ooh, you know, that's uh, great Capullo. You always know when it's great Capullo. Like, he's yeah, just got a thing to it.
3: When their work doesn't just blend into the background of being every other artist who ever has worked on it. And they
2: actually right. can put their own their own stamp on it. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then um, it's kind no, of I, stick I, with.
0: I I, I, I just ahead. want to say that as I like I said I've been watching Spider Verse a lot recently because I've got it on digital and I've got it on my movies anywhere account so I would just kind of will put it on in the background. That movie is like proof that god exists (laughs) like it's so it's a modern miracle i don't know how that movie exists it's just incredible it really is like it's perfect it really like i i don't think I, i think it might be the best of the entire genre period and like one of the best animated movies of all time it's just it's every time i watch it i i see a new detail and every time I watch it, I enjoy it just as much as when I watched it the first time. And it's just, it's really is incredible. And I'm so excited that Disney, that, that Disney, that Sony, uh, not only figured it out, but they figured it out. And now they're leaning in with the, mm-hmm. with the sequel, with the spinoff.
2: Yeah. And, uh, kind of, kind of sticking with, um, Spider-Man news, uh, uh, we also had today. There was a big, uh, the big PlayStation. Um, I guess they're filling for an E3 con conference, which E3 was supposed to start like earlier this week too. So that's just weird. Not having fucking three. But, but luckily a lot of them are just doing the, the Nintendo style where they're yeah, just they're
1: like, like here's direct. all of
2: our trailers. Here you go. This is what you wanted anyway. <laughs> um, so we got a, uh, a look at the new Spider-Man game for PS5, yes, uh, which is a sequel to Marvel Spider-Man. This one's Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, so and it looked like looks like it's leaning into uh, some of the cues from uh, Spider Verse. Um, and really, all they have to do is make almost the exact same game again, and I'll be in. Because the first one was amazing.
3: Yep. Just yeah. make it Batman Arkham, but with a with a Miles Morales skin instead of Spider Man.
2: <laughs> Some web slinging. Um. Yeah, and the trailer looks great. It's all in 4K. Um, which I'm excited to to do that, like swing around, like you know, accurate New York City in 4K.
3: <laughs>
1: is be awesome.
2: Uh, is this a launch title? Yes, it okay. says
1: it is. Fine, it fuck off, Sony.
2: It says provided it isn't pushed back by COVID. <laughs> take, um, take my yeah.
1: fucking
3: money, bastards!
1: Bastards.
2: Um, yeah, some of the other some of the other good ones that they they pop they put out there is uh, they have a if you're into the racing games there's another Gran Turismo game coming out. Uh, they're doing a Ratchet and Clank game, another one. Um And then we've got a new Resident Evil, but that one's not coming out till next holiday. But the biggest one was the Horizon Zero Dawn sequel, Horizon Forbidden West. Um, And that one looks awesome. Uh, I I didn't play the first one until way, way after it came out.
3: Um, I still haven't played it, and I have the Collector's Edition, (laughs) but I still still haven't uh, played it.
2: And I had it for a while, and then I just like I never played it, just kind of like you. But then my my wife started playing it because she got done with, uh um, Re- uh, not Resident Evil, um, Tomb Raider, and she was like, "This is kind of like that." And she, I sat there and watched her play most of it. And I was like, "Okay, I gotta play this damn game." <laughs> um, so I so I started you know playing it, and it's is really good. It's really good story. I always appreciate a really good single player story, so um so this was right up right up my alley, but they also revealed the uh the, the, what the PS5 looks like. good <laughs> i w- I would like to hear your guys' um opinions of what it looks like.
0: It looks like the steampunk version of a console it's all it's missing is some gears and a pair of goggles, and that's what it looks like. It looks like somebody from, like, the early 90s or 80s like, wanted to make something look super futuristic, and then uh-huh. that would designed. Like, it looks like it belongs on the set of a R- OG Star Trek. That's all I got.
3: I- I'm just yeah. pissed that it has to stand vertically. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I've got nowhere for a vertical thing on my entertainment center. Fuck off, Sony. You're making me <laughs> change my shit.
2: Was it was it the discless version?
3: I don't want the discless version.
2: Because out of the two that they showed, the one with the disk drive and the one without it, the one without it, I could see maybe being able to lay on the side, but I don't know how the one
3: with the... Because it's just kind of like a bump on the side. Fuck you, Sony. And also fuck you for having a game that I'm still going to have to buy your goddamn console for.
4: Goddamn console (laughs) for.
3: Yeah, I... Bullshit. Ryan, what do
2: you think?
4: Um. (laughs) It looks like what people describe of a JJ looking like to me. <laughs>
0: we can just send Ryan back to health class.
2: Oh man, that's funny. Someone—it's
4: <laughs> bigger at the top and kind of swoops down. Like, yeah, it looks like <laughs> looks like to me.
2: Oh, man. I've been reading the comments when someone says it looks like a generic, nondescript, we don't want to get sued um, video game console for a TV show or a comic book. Um, someone said it looked like their no- their trapper keeper from high school. Um, and, like, I'm looking at it. And I'm like, that plastic is going to break. We're going to see in, you know, like a couple years trying to find. It's like trying to find a, uh, a king size Butterfinger that isn't broken. that's what it'll be like trying to find one of these playstations without a cracked like white little like shell or whatever it is like it's gonna break and i just think it's it's so funny you see such like different approaches from sony and microsoft sony's like you know look at these sleek lines and this awesome design microsoft's like here's a fucking box (laughs) have a black brick we put a place that Here's you can put a CD in it. You're, you're fucking, fucking welcome. Like it, <laughs> and I'm like, I kind of just like that black box that it's- you can put somewhere. <laughs> it fits. I can lay it on its side. It's fine. You, you can decorate it for the holidays with little doilies. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, your Funko Pops could stand on that one much easier.
1: Right? Oh my god!
2: It's a yeah. shelf. <laughs> yeah, exactly just mounted on the wall (laughs) it's (laughs) multi-purposed oh man uh and i am i am worried about the, the the price of the ps5 because they're saying like when you buy the ps5 you get the new controller you get a controller charger you get a media like a like a wireless you know remote thing and you get wireless headphones and I'm like, if you're putting all that into one thing, that's not going to be cheap, man. $700. I would not doubt it.
3: I wouldn't
1: either.
2: Where, again, Microsoft said that their new one supposedly isn't going to be any more expensive than the Xbox One X is, or was at launch, so like 499
0: I think they're full of shit.
2: Yeah, Well, oh, and I think one thing that'll help them keep the costs down too is all of the old Xbox peripherals work for this one, so you don't need to buy new controllers. Even, like, the power plug, and the that's the same for the Xbox One. Mm.
3: I don't need any of that so. fancy shit, Sony. Just give me yeah. a fucking console give, and a give controller. Me a box. <laughs> give me a box and a thing I can control it with. <laughs>
2: And uh, talking with some of my uh, my friends that are bi- big uh, PlayStation fans, they're not they're not happy with the controller design either. They're like, "Well, it just looks like an Xbox controller now," and I'm like, well, "Yeah, it kind of does, doesn't it?" They're not okay. happy with that. Of course, they're not because um,
0: for some reason there are still people who are invested in the concept of a console war. The same way there are still people who are concept uh, invested in the concept of Marvel versus DC. You
2: Someone
3: know what? Needs-
0: Explain that shit to me. There's, you should never ever be loyal to a company because that company does not give a shit about you.
3: They care about your
0: money.
2: Sega tucks me in at night, guys.
0: <laughs> Personally,
3: Mr. Sega. Hey, hey. Appears from under my bed. Hey, and Luke? Tucks me in at night. Yeah. Um, did you meet Mr. Sega on on a street corner somewhere? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Just... he was very nice, Hold and he gave me a sign. <laughs> Just, we'll talk uh-huh. you night for food, something like that.
4: I had a trench coat. And when he opened it, there was a whole bunch of sonic and tails. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. See, the thing that really, the thing that really got me was his tank top that said he knew the way. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, he knew the way. Um, yeah,
0: he really did.
2: But um, so speaking of DC Comics, this is this is a good segue, Charles. I, I can feel your rage. Oh, fuck! I can feel it. This I can is feel happening. A building.
3: Okay. building.
2: Go ahead. Uh, let l- let us it. know what's going oh, on with DC Comics. So, weak.
3: so, first of all, hey, fuck you, DC. Um, <laughs> DC
4: said fuck you first. It did. To comic Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you.
3: Uh, we haven't done that in a while nope uh, it back. <laughs> anyway uh how uh how uh how in the weeds and technical do you guys want to get
1: oh, go ahead man
3: roots
2: okay ryan needs ryan needs to get the base of this he needs to be right at the base and then work his way up <laughs> yeah
4: way up. like like okay. that yeah <laughs>
3: So, so, okay, we'll go back to, to April when all this bullshit with DC started. <laughs> yes, I needed that. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. So in April, uh, they DC decided that they wanted to produce books during the shutdown, even though no retailer wanted them to and um, Diamond was shut down. So they decided that they were going to set up their own distributors. And one day, on a Friday, they randomly announced, hey, new books are coming out in two weeks. You have to order them by, by I think it was the following Tuesday. So they gave us just a few days to figure it out through these new distributors, um, which were Lunar and UCS. And no one had ever heard of the company's Lunar or UCS before. So some retailers did some digging and found out that it was actually – Uh, DCBS and Midtown Comics in Disguise. I just imagined it like a Scooby-Doo episode.
4: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Anyway, so... uh, You would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for you (laughs) comic shop owners. (laughs) Goddamn
3: retailers.
0: Goddamn retailers.
3: (laughs) We're the worst. Um, So they DC hid from us who they were. And then they basically asked us, okay, now in order for you to get these new books, you can either wait three weeks and get all of them at once from Diamond when they reopen, or you can order them from your direct competition. Uh, For those of you who don't know, DCBS and Midtown are the two biggest deep discounters on the web and the two biggest mail order accounts out there. Um, So they they essentially came to all of your local comic shop and said – you have to order this now from your competition if you want to have these books Uh, we said no uh, and we just just waited for Diamond didn't think it was a huge deal gave us three weeks no no huge books came out anyway so we were just going to wait for Diamond Uh, three weeks later Diamond starts distributing again things seem to be getting back to normal and then uh, a couple weeks ago the new previews came out for June and suddenly there was no DC previews And the same day that the previews came out, DC announced that they would not be having a physical order catalog anymore, but uh, that they would be doing a digital order catalog. And uh, everyone was like, what the hell? Why is there nothing about this in previews? And their official response from DC was that they just missed a deadline with everything going on. For, to get in the previews print, and that they would have a full-page ad in the next previews, Diamond Previews catalog, to, t- to tell people where to go, and that they would never miss a catalog again.
2: We have lost Kylie. <laughs> Your rage eliminated
3: Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking got rid of his ass. Well, hopefully he comes She's back. back. <laughs> <laughs> My rage induced is very short. Um, <laughs> anyway, so... After the, after the previous shit, one week they're telling us that they'll be back the very next Friday, because they always drop bad news on Friday, on their way out the office door, and then say that they won't talk to anyone all weekend. So we had no answers or anything. Uh, the next Friday, they announced that they will no longer distribute through Diamond Comics. Uh, when the week before, they had told us that they would continue to, and it was a flat-out lie. They've now announced that, as of this last Friday, that they will no longer distribute through Diamond and that means that we are forced to go through our direct competition and give our direct competition proprietary sales information um in order to get their books in order to be able to carry d c
1: hm
3: part of why this is so bad is from a retailer's perspective i can i now have to give my direct uh mail order competition my my information. There is nothing that we have been made aware of that suggests that they do not they cannot share that information with from the distribution side to their retail side. So they could theoretically say, Okay, hey, you know, Utah's ordering a lot of Nightwing. Nightwing must be a really big character there. And we don't really sell a whole lot of Nightwing to Utah. So now they can to direct target ads to directly to my customers to steal my customer base, uh, with deep discounts and directly targeting, knowing exactly what books to target in which areas to, to mm-hmm. try and pull as much of, of our customers away from us, from the retail shops. Uh, on top of that, they also now get distributor-level discounts, which means that they, are their, uh, and again, we've seen nothing to suggest that it's not true, that their retail side of things can't get distributor-level discounts as well. They can't just pass that discount straight over. So now, people who already do some shady practices within the industry and are already a hard competition for us now have the upper hand because they can they access dc product at 15 to 20 percent cheaper than what we even have the possibility of buying it for so they can theoretically advertise directly to my customers and uh do so at my app or at or below my current cost so there's no way i could possibly compete without losing money
1: um hmm. uh,
3: that's why I'm pissed about it. And on top of that, the way that uh, discounts work within the industry is everything's given an SRP or a cover price. And we get a discount based on that cover price. The more total product we order, the bigger the discount. So, mm-hmm. DC was always however, however much DC product you order, that, that dictated your DC discount. Marvel was however much Marvel product you order, that dictates your Marvel discount. But the rest of them, including toys and all the other publishers and everything else that we order through diamond is dictated on the total amount spent through diamond will dictate our discount level. So the more Mm. we spend, the more we the more bigger discounts we get Mm -hmm. across the board. Well, with DC pulling out, now we're losing a large chunk of that spending that was normally going through uh, diamond. So now we have we have our discount tiers at risk through diamond because we just naturally are spending less because we don't have the capability of spending that same amount of money through them. And d- during this process, DC has also pushed multiple books, and granted, they're rather lower-selling books, but they've now pushed multiple books to digital-only. Um, hmm. And when you take away the five or ten copies of each of those digital now digital-only books um, away from our monthly sales through through... Uh, DC, it decreases our total um, our total capable amount of our discount tier through DC. Uh and then when we have to order through these other companies of Lunar and UCS, shipping costs are also more expensive. So it's now harder to get DC books. We make um we don't get as big of a discount and we have to pay more for shipping in order to get them. So it's now a giant middle finger to um all direct market retailers. Oh, and mm-hmm. on top of this, DC has also single handedly decided that new comic book day for them is actually Tuesday. Not Wednesday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. The reason for this is because that's when the book markets direct that's when the book market release dates are. New novels release on Tuesdays. So they want their books, their trade paperbacks and stuff that, that Barnes and Noble carries. Mm-hmm. To be released when the new novels are released on Tuesday, hmm. instead of having to make them hold them for Wednesday. So this, all of this, was a giant move to say "fuck you" to the to the retailer, um, to the direct market retailer. And I honestly think that the future of DC is they're going to be pushing a fully digital platform by next year.
1: Hmm.
4: So why do you why do you think that they made that move? Do you think that the, I mean? I imagine that this this decade long <laughs> partnership has been lucrative because they're still in business. So why, why change uh, AT&T, um, the new corporate overlords. Oh, so
3: I, I think one of two things is happening either. Um, and I think the most likely one is that at and looks at DC as being an IP farm for movies. Uh, and the only thing that they care about is the amount of money that you can make at the theater because that's big boy dollars versus what D what small amounts DC publishing makes. Mm -hmm. And so they don't care about the little amounts that DC publishing makes. They just want to streamline their costs so that they don't have to spend as much money to, to produce IP to get these creators to be able to create stuff that they can then use in movies. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: And so they're trying to streamline and, and thin out as much of it as possible, which includes diamond, because I would imagine that they worked a better deal with uh, lunar and UCS or Midtown and DCBS um, on, they, they probably don't have, don't have to, you know, don't get as good of a, or don't have to pay as much to have it distribute, have their books distributed through these new distributors as they would have mm. through diamond because the new distributors, they don't really care about the discount. It's the proprietary sales data that they get for every store across the country that's worth way more to them than any d- theoretical distributor level discount. Um, mm. so I think that, uh, Di- or d- at and has pushed DC and has said, Hey, we only care about you as an IP farm. So they are pushing everything they can to just produce new concepts for movies. And the only reason publishing is even a part of that is because that's how they get the new concepts for the movies. Um, either that or AT&T is looking to sell off DC since Warner brothers has had DC for so long and they've just bought Warner brothers. Um, that AT&T is looking to sell off DC and they're trying to do what happens a lot with large corporations of inflating the bottom line and, and streamlining for short-term profits so they can make it look Mm -hmm. really, really successful and then turn around and sell it for a larger dollar. Um, I'm not sure which of the two it is, but my money leans towards, um, IP form.
1: Hmm.
2: And so like, I
3: guess, uh, like
2: bottom line for a customer that's coming into your store. Um, what's the, the biggest impact that they're going to see.
3: So for us, um, just based on our cel- our current sales number of DC based on everything going on, it, it no longer, it makes financial sense or is no longer financially responsible for us to carry it on our shelves. Now, some shops around the country, some shops even around the state have a, have a different level of DC, so they may still carry it because it, it makes financial it's financially responsible for them, but it's just not for us to carry it on our shelves anymore. Uh,
1: mm-hmm.
3: So the biggest thing that we'll have for our customers will be if you come in, you will no longer see the new Batman title on my shelf. Uh, If you want to make sure that you get the new books, we still are going to be ordering them. We've actually hooked up with uh, um, Black Cat and Dr. Volts, and we're kind of working together to make this as financially viable as possible for the three of us. Um, But uh, basically, the way it's working is if you have a hold or if you know you want a DC book... Do you need to come in and set up a f- completely free hold and just let us know, hey, this is a book I'm wanting before it comes out? Because um, if you wait for it to come out, it will not be on my shelf. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's starting in August.
0: So you're not mm-hmm. just doing holds now. You're essentially – you're pre-ordering. You have to pre-order. No,
3: it's, it's holds. Uh, we don't actually take pre-orders. Um, I won't take your money until I, ha- until I have a product to give you um, for the most part. Uh, with, with, with a few exceptions, but for the most part, it's, we just take your order. And then when the, when it comes in, it's just, it's just a standard hold service that you're setting up for. Uh, but we're only going to be carrying it for holds. Uh, we are not going to be carrying it for the shelf.
0: So what are you going to do with anybody who abandons their hold?
3: That's a hurdle we're going to have to come across when we get there. I mean, okay. it's, it, it's an inherent part of the business. It'll likely just end up in our back issue bins.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's our back
3: shitty. Issue, our back issue bins are still going to remain, um, so we're not like killing DC back not, issues because that
4: we go on the back and burn all the DC books.
3: Yeah, we're not doing anything stupid like that. No, um, and we'll, we'll also have a DC trade section. So um, if you don't want the single issues, we will still carry the new DC graphic novels because they are through Penguin Random House distribution, um, which is an actual distributor, and we're looking at setting up through them for other things anyway. Um, so we will still be carrying DC graphic novels and and trade paperback collections as the as the new ones release uh we just won't be carrying the new single issues for our shelf anymore Mm -hmm.
2: okay um before we uh get in and talk about our uh um um i guess our our mini topic ryan you said that there was a new book that you were reading that you wanted to talk about
4: yes um uh, there's a new book, newer book series, by Brandon Sanderson, and it's called Skyward. And I, uh, Chase and I have been reading it. Chase has already finished it because he likes it so much, and I'm about a quarter, mm-hmm. maybe, almost halfway through it. Um, it's really good. Um, it's yeah. a, it's a science fiction one. It um, sets in the the far flung future, and this group of humans, which was part of of a human fleet. Um, originating from earth has crashed on this planet because these aliens have have been attacked them and they fled there but they've they've gotten stuck there and they've lived on this planet for generations and they're just now developing like their own fleet and stuff like that redeveloping that from the planet that they're on to to fight this this enemy but they've lost all records of of where they're from or who they were or where earth is and stuff like that they're just stuck on this planet they have no idea why these aliens keep coming and attacking them or why they're trying Mm. to have no records of that anymore and and it's a really cool book and it's about this uh girl's journey of of becoming a fighter pilot and and learning some of these things that have been lost through various means and I've been really hmm. enjoying it and it's, it's the, it, the main character's a, 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 a girl of, and, and it's like a really cool heroine book. And she's, she's such a, so well-written and such an awesome character. And all the other characters are so f- fleshed out and such strong personalities. And I've been really enjoying it. I strongly recommend.
2: Hmm. Yeah. No, I'll have to check that out. Um, that sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. We're also trying to figure out why, uh, Kylie can hear me, but he is not recording on my screen, and he can't hear you or Charles.
4: Yeah, ZenCaster's having the damnedest problems at the moment because you know, <laughs> okay. me in my own room.
1: <laughs> we can yeah. hear
4: you. We can hear Kylie. I can't hear Kylie. I I, I can, I can hear, hear Kylie just
2: fine, but nothing is nothing is showing up on the recording, so I don't know if it's getting him.
0: I don't Caitlin, you're
2: still there, right?
0: Yeah, I'm still here. I've just been listening. Okay.
2: It, okay, wait. cool. Ryan and Kylie just hate each other, so
1: only spikes one are of them
4: can
3: be on.
1: Kylie
3: <laughs> Kylie's spikes are showing up on my end.
4: They're not
0: showing well, up on mine.
2: I'm getting nothing on my end. Maybe yeah, that is far. He doesn't even have a flat line,
4: he's just no line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look at his line. What's that? I said you've eaten his line. You got I have it. I, got, I, I had. To,
2: I got up on your line, right? Mm-hmm. And his was so close to yours that I just had to. Sh- I had to hop over. Like there was. There was did you eat I it? Just, no, did no. You just I just did kind you of rubbed. I rubbed my face on it.
3: I don't know that, that you're supposed mm-hmm. to rub your face on other people's hands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Not sure that that's a,
3: that's, a, that's an appropriate thing. Oh, it's
2: okay. <laughs> All right. Um, Kylie, maybe hit refresh on your browser and see if that helps. Um, well, welcome to the joys of recording from home. Fucking Oh, yes. oh yes. But, uh, Caitlin, it was, uh, your idea of a, a mini topic to discuss. Uh, so you get to go first.
0: So, uh, well, we didn't actually say what the topic was, so I will introduce it. Uh, I've had a day, you guys, uh, for reasons that I'm not going to get into on the podcast. Hi.
2: Kylie's uh, here
0: I, I'm still not getting any spiking I'm getting spikes days. this time well, <laughs> as long as you see it that's really all that matters so anyway uh, uh, it's I've had a shitty day and it's been kind of a <laughs> shitty like three weeks if Kylie's talking mm-hmm. I can't hear her either. Um, so I figured let's talk about the movie or game or comic or TV equivalent of our comfort food what's the stuff that you watch when you just kind of want to, either feel better or just kind of zone out, and like what what just kind of makes you feel, you know, like maybe things are. <laughs> Kylie,
2: Kylie, you're 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 interrupting.
0: <laughs> I can't hear him at all. Are no. you and Caitlin like
4: talking over each other? Oh.
2: Okay. Is he still,
0: is he still talking because I like, don't know.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Kylie, I, I, I'm trying to figure out how to do this correctly. Kylie, um, stop talking. All right, Kylie, I will say you go and then you tell us what your your comfort, um, your comfort <laughs> medium is. Um, you got to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> because no one can hear anybody else right now, and this is exactly the
1: kind of shit show that you expect from this. So I can hear
0: except Kylie. <laughs> I
2: yes, get, like oh my god, god. <laughs> um, right now I'm, I'm trying. Okay, you know what? Let's just let Kylie go right now. <laughs> yeah. Something when you're feeling bad. <laughs> And you're feeling down and like the world is on fire. What is like uh, you know, a movie or a comic or a book or a video game or something that you go to to make yourself feel better?
0: While he's talking, I'm going to refresh and see if I can fix it.
2: No, we'll lose you too. <laughs> I don't think the problem is you, Caitlin. Uh,
0: okay.
2: Let's just, let's, just keep, let's keep going. Okay, so you said Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Bob's Burgers? Okay, so what about those? What about those? Like, does it for you? I guess. <laughs> Brian, are you
1: okay? <laughs> <laughs> Luke is trying to power through this <laughs> We're trying to be quiet <laughs>
3: He's he trying so hard to power through this This is fantastic
1: Oh god I'm gonna,
2: I'm I, This gonna... is gonna be a fucking editing nightmare By the way
0: That's why I muked my, muted my uh, mic
2: Gosh, I am muted myself as well <laughs> Okay So Kylie is there anything else you would like to add You will, you will cede your time. Got it.
0: I yield my time. Fuck you.
2: Okay, Caitlin, go ahead and finish what you were saying. Kylie <laughs> will not talk over you anymore.
0: Does he promise?
2: He promises.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I really hope this is all getting recorded. <laughs> <laughs> like large and lucrative. Re- what kylie's saying
2: <laughs> i'm trying to be professional guys I'm <laughs>
3: doing my best that is i that know is you not, are, the, that's not the I name of the game are. with this podcast let's be real professionalism is not what we do
0: uh, okay um i actually do agree with kylie's two picks that uh i didn't hear why he likes them but i agree that brooklyn Nine and bob's burgers are excellent <laughs> excellent shows to watch um for m- movies, recently, like I said, I've been watching Spider-Verse a bunch recently, just because, I, like I said, that movie is proof that God exists. Like, it's a modern miracle. And then, for some reason, I have been watching the uh, Oceans movies a lot. Uh, I've been watching Oceans 11, 13, and 8. And I just, those movies are just a lot of fun to watch, and they're really good background noise, and they're just very entertaining, and I've also been watching Knives Out just like over and over and over again. Like seriously, if you have not watched Knives Out yet, that movie is so fucking good. I enjoyed it's that movie. It's so, fantastic. So, good. Just a phenomenally great film. And I, it's another one that I watch and I'm like, I still enjoy this just as much the first time, uh, the, you know, the 10th the time that I've watched this movie that I did the first time I watched it. And it's hmm. It's great 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 movie so that's what that's what my my comfort
3: food has been recently
2: okay charles your turn
3: okay i think everyone can hear me so hopefully this mm-hmm. one goes better um <laughs> <laughs> uh so star wars um just in general and uh except for episode nine fuck that one it doesn't <laughs> exist oh the salt is real we're just just cutting that one completely out of everything. Um, Spill the
0: tea.
3: I'm, I'm actually sitting... Rogue One's fantastic, you fuck yourself. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, was that Kylie?
3: <laughs> yep.
4: yep. <laughs> All of a sudden, he starts screaming about Rogue One and are like, what? <laughs> <laughs> exactly what happened. <laughs> Prequels are
2: also... Are you okay to okay? turn this- everyone here against you, Kylie? Is that your plan? <laughs> well, they
3: can't hear him, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> You turned us again, ma'am. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm actually starting. Uh, I'm doing our, my annual Star Wars marathon this weekend with my friends. And uh, I'm really debating as to whether or not I'm even going to put on episode nine. Like, we may just end this saga early. Um, anyway, uh, other than that, lots of... Uh, well, lately, it's been community. I've been... Mm rewatching a lot of community my wife has been watching
2: community like lately she just, she's just uh I, can't, I think she's on
3: season four or something like that it's so good it's just all of it's good even i mean season six has some rough pots but it's still pretty good
2: i i walked in on the episode where they were trying to find the purple pen the
1: closet <laughs>
3: episode like, we're doing a closet episode yeah <laughs> I fucking. Oh, that's great. Um, also Scrubs.
0: Oh, that's a good one. Yes.
3: Love Scrubs. Uh, and the, with, the, with the rewatch podcast, I've been listening to that and rewatching it, and it's been great. Um, that, going back to our first question of like emotional things, the, the season eight finale actually got me on Scrubs. That's yes. that's, that's one that...
1: That's, that's when the Porgmont finale-
3: algorithm kicked in? It malfunctioned, briefly.
0: <laughs> A serious <laughs> finale of Scrubs, you mean? Because season 9 does not
3: exist? <laughs> yeah. I still like season 9. It's not awful. It's watchable. <laughs> Did you drag yourself through it. Anyway. Uh, also, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Baby Driver is one of my absolute favorites. Um, I watched that I've, this weekend. Fucking! I, every time I put Baby Driver on, I just am happy every... Throughout really? the whole thing, that movie gives me like intense anxiety. <laughs> oh, I fucking love it, with, especially with all the, the the car chase scenes with time to all the music and the mm. way that the way that he's timed the entire film to each individual song was just fucking perfect.
2: Also, every Scott time, I love every Scott time Humber. John Ham shows up, I'm like John Ham every <laughs> time. Every time I can't stop myself; it's it's a problem at this point. <laughs>
4: Yeah, the first time I saw that movie, like I was sore afterward because I was so tense the whole time because I was so worried it <laughs> oh, I was gonna die.
3: Fucking love Baby Driver. Do you just yell John Ham every time you see him on anything? Pretty
2: much. Oh, okay. She's got a fun name to scream.
3: <laughs> John
1: oh. Hamm. I'll,
3: I'll 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 give you that one. Yeah. Also, uh, Scott Pilgrim because anything with a P bar is awesome. One. That's a great one. Basically, Mm. anything Edgar Wright does, I'm in.
0: That's fair. That's a fair assessment.
2: Yeah. What about you, Ryan?
0: Um, no, it's not. Um,
4: I, I always go back to Star Trek. Damn
2: it, you took mine.
4: I know. (laughs) They're the same in this regard. (laughs) You Um, can't both have the same opinions? And everybody else said Brooklyn (laughs) (laughs) Nine-Nine. Right.
0: Brooklyn Nine-Nine is fucking fantastic.
4: I've never seen Brooklyn.
0: <laughs> Fucking fix that. Well, uh, <laughs>
4: it's very good. Um, so yeah, Star Trek is very soothing to me. It's a, it's like a nice warm blanket that I can put on and just and it it's calming. Uh, the 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 background noise of the engines that's in all the newer series mm-hmm. it's just great. It's just the perfect sleepy, relaxing background noise. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
4: yeah, X Men is exciting. Star Trek is calming.
1: Hmm
2: yeah see what what is there a Star Trek in particular that does it more than another one
4: any of the the the, the three
2: the Star Trek Prime
4: yeah well uh, the next generation D Space Line and Voyager any one of those three are are great are equally soothing to me
2: mm. uh, he's not- gone now permanently
1: <laughs> 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 he just left <laughs>
2: He said he's out. He said I can't talk about Star Trek. I'm out of here.
4: Boom. <laughs> um, I not so much the original series, not so much Enterprise or the new stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that I don't like it; it just doesn't have that same uh, reaction. You haven't
2: you haven't thing. seen it four thousand
4: times. That that too, and and um, it's just I don't know. It's just smoothing. The stories are mm-hmm. nice and happy and generally. Um, interest. I mean, they're they're interesting, but they're not like stressful. <laughs>
2: so yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I think for out of like my my favorite one to watch is um, Next Generation. But I think the one that actually calms me the most is Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Um, because I mean, a lot of stuff happens, but it's not. I don't know. I think it's like the central location of the space station. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know about like. I can't. Other than that, I can't like specify it more. Um, but yeah, no, deep space nine definitely not Voyager. Voyager makes me tense up more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, another one for me is uh, Archer. Mm. Early seasons
0: of Archer, not the later seasons. I cannot watch anything after season five.
2: Yeah. See, I, I I don't know. I just I can I can just watch Archer because I know like Archer and it's almost the same with like South Park too. I can pop on South Park and just like if I just need to fucking laugh. <laughs>
1: Oh, I guess, um, I, have,
0: I guess I have a game one now that I think about it. I've replayed Stick of Truth all the freaking time. Mm. I love Stick of Truth. Yeah.
2: I was about to go to my video game one, which is Skyrim. Mm. I will just play Like when I don't know what to do, like if I'm trying to figure out a game to play, I will literally just play Skyrim again until I figure out the next game I want to play. And then it's like another, you know, 40 hours of gameplay in of Skyrim because you can play that game forever. Um, but uh, another thing that, that I, I go to is actually a, a YouTube channel. I know I know I've made Ryan uh, listen to their music and some of their stuff before, but it's it's the Game Grumps. Uh, they also the Ninja Sex Party Band and the Starbomb Band. Uh, and I know I've played some of that stuff for you, Charles. They're just they yeah. they make me laugh every single time. And like if I'm having like a shit day. I'll just listen to some of their, like, let's play videos. It's like, you know, hanging out with friends, cracking jokes, playing video games. Um, so that's another one. That if I if, go we're to. Go,
3: if we're going music for me, it's like every time I'm having a bad day, I want like bad, like music. That seems weird for me lately. It's been a lot of run the drools and angry protest music.
1: <laughs> that's fair. <laughs>
3: It's just like I'm having a bad day. I'm going to fucking scream about it and put on some angry protest shit.
0: My my music is extremely what you would expect from somebody who needs to zen out. I listen to um a band called Deep Forest a lot. Uh they play a lot of like Celtic and kind of trance-ish kind of music. I also listen to Yanni a lot. <laughs> Uh, don't judge that me. Makes me.
2: That makes me think of the uh, produce section of any grocery store ever.
0: I know. Um, I also listen to a Celtic composer by the name of Gary Stadler. He makes a, a lot of music based on like uh, uh, a lot of his stuff is based on fairies that my mom introduced me to ages and ages and ages ago. And I, I've always, always loved his music and um, the Chrono Cross soundtrack.
2: That's a great one
0: that soundtrack is one of the best soundtracks of all time and those that's like my regular writing music so I listen to it at the end of the day almost every day because mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put it on while I'm working uh, not work writing but my—my my, whenever I'm doing my creative writing that's what I listen mm-hmm. to is that kind of stuff
2: that's awesome uh, alright uh, thats right, uh, Kylie's gone, he told us to say goodbye <laughs> to all the people um, he said that- fuck
4: me off that makes me sad he gave up on us
2: well no he was he thought he was still going but <laughs> he was not <laughs> so he could have been talking to nothing for a good five minutes oh, before I told him he was gone <laughs> that was
3: so much better
2: I literally have a notepad with all of the times where everything was going horribly wrong I've got like nine times written on here this is going to be a nightmare tomorrow <laughs> <sighs> Uh, But All right, that's all I got. You guys got anything else you want to throw out there before we wrap this up?
0: Uh, Go, and for those of you who are still going out and peacefully protesting, you guys are seriously still the most biggest, baddest bitches in the entire world. Keep up the good work. Uh, Stay safe out there. And if uh, you're looking for places to donate, there are so many people out there sharing so many amazing resources that you can put some, if you have any extra spending money, to send them to. so yeah, Donate to good causes. Support black creators and black businesses in uh, your local areas, because they could use the help right now.
3: Mine's a lot less altruistic than that. It's to buy shit from me. Um... <laughs> <I> th- <laughs> I feel bad going after that now. like also do cool stuff about communities, but also I have cool exclusives going up on my website tomorrow, so check to, to take a look at those.:
2: You can support both huh. Charles and black creators by, by buying comics from the nerd store written by black creators.: yeah, but there you, go. So
0: you should set up like a section in your store that's just like highlighting black creators.
3: We're actually working on one. I've got a bunch of product on order for it. And then awesome. um, we are also working towards something because it is pride month. So I'm working on some yeah. stuff to do for uh, uh, pride donations and, and fundraising. So hopefully yes, by next definitely. week, I will have much more information for everyone on that.
0: Absolutely. That's another thing you should throw some, do- throw some money to if you've got any is uh, your local pride facility. They're hurting big time right now uh because they weren't able to have i mean those those big festivals are not just there for fun they're huge fundraising opportunities and those oh all, all of those charities lost out on a huge amount of money when they, we weren't able to have pride festivals this year so definitely locate definitely donate to your uh local <clears throat> lgbt uh community as well
3: yep those lords
0: yep and yeah. Yeah. I guess Doof. I. I guess I'll. I'll do a Charles thing, and I'll also say, yeah, read. Read my stuff over at Bleeding Cool. I'm still doing a lot of copy editing these days, but my writers are still putting out a lot of amazing content. So I should know. I read all every single one of them these days. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, follow me on Twitter at Katie's Movies, where I'm just like yelling about shit all the fucking time these days.
2: <laughs> you got anything, Ryan? Right?
1: <sighs> no.
2: i love it um so uh if you if you want to hear a a deeper dive on the playstation um announcement stuff uh next week uh we'll be recording a push my buttons games uh podcast where we're pretty much just gonna dissect that whole thing um and and discuss our thoughts about all that so yeah you can you can listen to that later on but uh
4: Are you going to dissect, like, the technical specifications? Uh,
2: Mike is there, so probably. Um, Mike I- is <laughs> all about the specifications. Huh? Can I come? Yes, of course you can come, Ryan. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, you can find us over at the uh, NerdDomePodcast.com. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagrams. So just look for the Nerd Dome podcast. Also go check out uh, GNN, Geek Nerd Network. Uh, got a whole bunch of awesome podcasts on there. Um, and yeah, uh, I can't remember exactly what show we're putting as the um, promo uh, for this one, but I highly suggest you go check it out. Because <laughs> Listen to the thing! The shows, all of the shows are awesome. <laughs> and you will not Go wrong.
4: Yeah, but Ryan. Except with this one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we're definitely the we're one to go rock the fucking, run.
2: bar. We're setting the fucking bar, guys. Real right. low, real um, low. Ryan, don't forget to subscribe to G- Humane You yeah. may now exit the dome.
1: Fuck responsibility. <laughs> I could see the whole time. <laughs> what
0: is that? Hell <laughs> <Hail> Hydra. <laughs> Someone called <laughs> out
2: penis for Kylie. Penis! There it is. Also, fuck COVID. Come back, Kylie. Come back. <laughs> you. Come back for some penis.
5: <laughs> Bye, everybody. I didn't need people. Somewhere in a movie studio corporate boardroom. Okay, pitch me something good, see?
4: Alright, there's a war. It's in the stars. Uh, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away?
5: That yeah, would never work. Next.
4: All right. So there's an alcoholic tech
0: billionaire, and he's captured by terrorists, builds himself a robot suit to escape, then goes on adventures saving the world with Norse gods and unfrozen World War II superhero.
5: Boo. Next. All right, right. This unknown boxer from
4: Philly takes on the champ, Inspirational sports movie
5: Not woke enough
0: Okay, okay, okay How about a podcast About movie franchises How they get made And whether the movies hold up or not
5: Go on
4: And we review the movies and talk about them
5: I can put that on a lunchbox And we'll call it Kiss Your Franchise Goodbye It's the best idea I ever had I'm Mark And I'm Brooke And I'm Andy. Subscribe to Kiss Your Franchise Goodbye on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you're listening now.
0: Join us every week along with special guests to discuss some of our favorite movie franchises and why the world seems to revolve around them.
4: Through November, we're discussing the films surrounding James Bond in a miniseries we're calling On Her Majesty's Secret podcast.
0: Not just Bond, also Bond-adjacent movies like Austin Powers, Top Secret, unofficial Rogue Bond movies.
5: Atomic Blonde, The Rock. And some of these will be exclusive to GNN Network subscribers. Join us with new episodes at
4: the beginning of most weeks, barring any problems with our spy gear.
5: You expect me to podcast? No, Bond. I expect you to... Kiss kiss your your franchise franchise goodbye. Goodbye. This show is part of the Geek Nerd
1: Network. Network. Find more shows like it at geeknerdnetwork.com. This is GNN.